MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 641 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Monday. Hope you had a fantastic weekend, guys. A lot going on in the world of sports. How about the NFL overs? The most shocking thing to me, guys, overs are off to a 14-3 start. Unbelievable here. You know, historically going into the uh, the preseason, you actually tended to see unders do pretty well. You know, vanilla offenses, you run the ball, you have a lot of backups in. I've never seen anything like this where these overs have such a great start. So we'll see if this tapers off. But, you know, my first thought that comes to mind is, you know, this is uh, obviously last year was the first year where they switched from four preseason games down to three. And this is the second year. So maybe coaches are playing it a little differently. They're, you know, looking uh, less vanilla, a little more exotic on offense. We have seen a lot of these penalties, the crackdowns uh, on the illegal contacts. A lot of flags are being thrown. Mike McCarthy, I think he had 11 penalties in like the, you know, the first three quarters there. An information-based bet, by the way, uh, money lining Denver uh, was a nice, uh, nice cash there. But uh, again, to me, that's the biggest surprise over the weekend. These overs crushing it. So again, does it have something to do with four games down to three? Uh, is it no longer just kind of a, a glorified, you know, scrimmage there? Uh, maybe, maybe there's something to that with the penalties and with kind of the uh, the changing of the number of preseason games. But uh, that was really surprising to me, guys. But uh, looking back toward last time we talked. How about a nice, nice week overall, guys? Last time I saw you back on Friday, 7-2, plus 3.19 units. 
we uh, we lost Jacksonville, uh, unfortunately, that night. Uh, but we did get uh, Seattle to WNBA over, and then had a fantastic night of MLB six and one. I remember the San Diego run line, my Red Sox, Seattle value but not sharp came through. Dodgers uh, had another uh, another run line cover there. Poor one out that did come to an end that insane streak. St. Louis, Minnesota, so seven and two plus three point one on units uh, on, uh, on 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 Friday, and it capped off a fantastic week overall. Last week, guys, something in the water. I don't know what it is. Plus nine point two nine units overall had a fantastic week. Uh, sadly, a uh, little bit of biting UFC. We got Vera, which was nice. It was a roundhouse kick to the face, unbelievable. Shattered the guy's nose. Uh, but we only went one and two. Uh, sadly, Odie Osborne and Onama. Onama, who we got minus two twenty and closed like minus three fifty. I don't remember the last time I beat a closing line by a full dollar or more. But sadly, he couldn't come through. But either way, guys, uh, you know it's the it feels like summer, but it kind of feels like we're getting closer and closer to fall into football season. So a good week last week. Let's see if we can continue it going into this week. So a lot to get to today, guys. It's a big Major League Baseball day. Baseball is the only game in town. There's no WNBA, although get ready. The playoffs are starting on Wednesday. I have a really interesting playoff system. I'm going to give you some updated stats on how our regular season went. Hint, hint. It was a pretty good regular season for us. I do have a futures bet on who's going to cut down the nets in WNBA, so get ready. The playoffs, again, starting uh, later this week on Wednesday. Uh, but NFL preseason, nothing for tonight. The next game isn't until, uh, when is it? I think Thursday. Uh, so all we have is MLB. Uh, but that's okay because MLB's been pretty good for us this year, guys. Six bets overall that I'm excited to share with you, including two more additions to some awards here. I have a play. I finally decided my MVP in the National League as well as Rookie of the Year in the National League. And the MVP uh, will probably be an obvious one, but the Rookie of the Year may surprise you. I'm not taking Spencer Strider. I'm taking someone else who's got a lot of late movement in his favor here. So a lot to get to on a re-entry Monday. Again, after a uh, long weekend here, hope you had a good, a happy, successful, healthy, awesome weekend. Uh, we're getting back into the swing of a regular work week, and today is the day we get back to the grind. Uh, so excited to share all this with you guys. But uh, a couple of quick housekeeping things real quick. I just want to hit on some NFL preseason, um, you know, information-based bets. This is something that you know, we've been talking about quite a bit, and I think there are a couple examples um, to really, you know, apply moving forward. So obviously the Denver game uh, with the other day when was that Saturday the big move toward Denver uh, we saw that line move or was it yesterday I get my, my days all mixed up which was the one oh never mind yesterday was the Raiders they, they were minus two and a half to minus five if you money line the Raiders they came through they covered that number two but Saturday was that Denver game where they went from minus two to minus four why was that an information-based bet because Mike McCarthy told us he was going to rest all his guys. And that was a way that we could take advantage of what the uh, coach was telling us, sharing his game plan with us. And if we were able to track that and go with that line move. And again, I go money lines on a lot of these. I'm not going to screw around with a field goal kicker who uh, is going to be bagging groceries in a couple weeks and is going to miss an extra point and screw up a, a line if you lay the points. Uh, but the one that I really wanted to hone in on was Kansas City. Because Kansas City was a game that I thought was a fantastic information-based bet. But you had to target Kansas City in a specific way. So I think it's a good teachable movement moving forward. Now, if you noticed with Kansas City, uh, this was a game on Saturday. They went from plus 2.5 all the way to a pick. Some shops even went to minus 1 uh, with the Chiefs. Now, why is that important? Number one, the line move. Obviously, line moves are critical here uh, any time of year, but especially now as they, as they move based on information coming out. But what was notable there is that Andy Reid, as we had mentioned on the pod on Friday, said, hey, I'm going to play my guys. I'm going to play my guys a lot in the first half. So you saw a lot of Patrick Mahomes. You saw a lot of the starters. But here's the thing. When they get that specific with you, and Andy Reid tells you they're going to play a lot in the first half, 
then why lay the entire full game number? We should isolate them just on the first half. So I think that's something that we had mentioned here in the first half, but that's important because it was incredible. Kansas City raced out to a 14-0 lead. So at halftime, they're up 14-0. They cover the number. But then this is how preseason can be so erratic. Andy Reid pulls all of his starters. You go into the second half, and they get rolled there in the second half. There was 19-0 by the Bears. So the Bears end up winning the game 19-14. to So if you took Kansas City on the full game number, you lost. But I think we were sharp enough to say, hey, if the coach is going to tell us he's going to play his guys but only early on, then let's just bet them on the first half. So they cover the first half number. They don't cover the full game number. And again, you'll see those massive swings. You know, you can be playing great, 14 nothing, and then, hey, let's uh, get rid of all of our good guys, have them sit. Second half, you know, the scrubs ran against uh, the Bears, and the Bears roll. So that's something to file away moving forward. It's not just an information-based bet. For the uh, you know the full game odds, we can also isolate them within the first half. So I think it's a really important teachable moment there that if you isolated what Reed said, you cashed the first half, you didn't cash the full game. And I'm glad that we highlighted that first half bet on Friday's pod. So uh, just a couple information-based bets that I think we can file away moving forward. And there should be more, uh, obviously, coming up for this week. Not a lot of line movement. I'm not really going to mention much today for NFL just because we have a while uh, until the next uh, few games. And really, the lines haven't really moved much. And we haven't gotten a lot of information uh, yet. we got to let... We gotta let some money come in, and we gotta let some information. Coaches tell us what they're doing, so we'll kind of sit on that moving forward. Uh, I also wanted to uh, mention quick shout out to Tim Fraley's father. Sadly, Tim, who is a, uh, a best friend of the pod, one of the sharpest guys I know, Tim's dad, after a long battle, passed away. Uh, I believe today, Tim, or this weekend. So my sincerest condolences. Today is going to be dedicated to Pops Fraley here. So let's see if we can have a good day for Tim's dad. And Tim, uh, you're with him to the end, and uh, I know that meant a lot to him, and I know you miss him dearly, but my condolences to your family, uh, and you made him proud there. So hopefully uh, hopefully we can make uh, Tim's dad proud today with a good podcast day. It's the least we can do. Uh, well, that being said, guys, a lot to get to today. As I mentioned, six Major League Baseball bets. I have two bets uh, for awards that I wanted to add, and then we're going to talk a little WNBA playoffs because uh, I ain't quitting WNBA. When I share with you some of the numbers on how we did on the pod WNBA and some of our systems and the system variation that gets even better in the postseason – I think you're going to be a little excited here. And I do have a pick to win the WNBA championship. So it's going to be a lot of MLB, a lot of WNBA on a re-entry Monday, getting back into the swing of things. But uh, before we dive into all of our sweats for today, guys, real quick, if you haven't done it yet, housekeeping. Sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. Just go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter. All you got to do is plug in your email. And then once you do, you'll wake up every single morning to my Market Insights column, uh, giving you sharp reports every single day. I had a great tweet. I want to give a shout out to Don Wallace, my guy. Don Walls tweeted me and said, I love VEASAN. I wake up every morning and go to your Sharp Report. So, Don, you made my day there, buddy. I appreciate it. Uh, pretty good weekend overall in MLB Sharp Reports, by the way. Uh, but with that being said, guys, if you haven't done it yet, as I mentioned, get the newsletter. You'll get every single Sharp Report every morning, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We let off today with uh, a FedEx controversy. Uh, co-favorite was penalized 25 minutes before the final round. So uh, if you want some insight onto, into Smith and Zalatoris and this crazy betting story, a good breakdown in today's newsletter. Uh, a lot of information here on college football picks to win the championship. Adam Kramer, Adam Burke on uh, turnovers and as well as um, the uh, the home field advantage for all 131 college teams. So ramping up our college coverage as well as Steve Mackinnon. You also get uh, promos for legal sports books. Take advantage. They want your business. You want to shop for the best line. You also get a uh, run out of all the shows, guests and hosts that day. Tons of wall-to-wall MLB coverage as we grind every single day MLB, but myself, Sharp Report, Adam Burke, Derek Cardi, Dave Tooley, Greg Peterson's spreadsheet, all of our betting splits. Look for low bets, higher dollar situations. Uh, NFL preseason betting tips from Steve Mackinnon, Michael Lombardi, Matty Humans, links to all of our city casts. 
uh, links to a bunch of different contests here if you want to get on the uh, Circa Million Maker, as well as betting education as well. So go to vsan.com slash newsletter and wake up to the best sports betting info for free every single morning. Then if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, sign up for a VEASAN All Access membership. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Uh, and if you uh, if you want to give it a shot here, you will get everything that we offer at the time of year when things are heating up. So once you become a member, you will get uh, every Points of the Weekly magazine uh, with great biting breakdowns from uh, Gamble and Lou and the crew, as well as best bets geared toward that specific week in betting. You will also get um, all the afternoon best bet emails, letting you know best bet picks from guests and hosts every day. You'll get everything behind the VEASAN.com paywall, a live stream of all the VEASAN shows, as well as our fantastic college football betting guide. If you haven't checked it out, it comes with the membership, and it will really, really help you and make your life a lot easier when you're capping 131 different teams and we got everything in front of you, your power ratings, your best bets, your value plays, picks to win the conferences, the Heisman, all that. Uh, we will have our NFL um, uh, football betting guide coming out very shortly here as well. So uh, you can definitely sign up, VEASAN.com slash subscribe, uh, but you can get a football season subscription now until February 12th. It's only 175 bucks. Sounds like a lot, but it's going to cover you the entire year for 175 uh, So I think that's a great offer if you're able to uh, able to afford that. So that's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And then, of course, get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting combo never ends. Twitter's where we stay plugged into a real-time market that's constantly moving, constantly evolving, constantly changing. And we need to be the first to know, be the first to know about information that could affect our bet. So scratch starting pitchers, MLB lineups coming out. You know, right now, I don't need to tell you how important it is to be the first to know that Andy Reid or a coach will come out and say, hey, I'm playing my guys, or hey, I'm not playing my guys in the preseason. So it's really, really important here, guys. Uh, you can also create a gambling community through direct messaging. Uh, and again, uh, Twitter is where we get all the info and hopefully act on it quickly before some slow, square-moving, square or slow-moving books are able to adjust. So get on Twitter. Follow at VEASAN Live, the mothership. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, uh, josh at VEASAN.com. Questions, comments, suggestions. Got to get referred to a new sports book. You need an app to track your bets. You just want to say hello and say keep grinding, Josh, and congrats on your state finally legalizing betting. That's okay, too. I'm always here uh, for you in any way that I can help. You just let me know at Josh underscore insights, Twitter, and Josh at VEASAN.com. So with that being said, guys, a big re-entry Monday, getting back into the swing of things. Again, hope you had a good weekend overall. But I got six bets here in MLB. So let's see if we can uh, finish up strong or uh, continue to, to grind here after a really good week last week, stacking almost 10 units overall. So first play on the board for me, guys, as we look at the slate for a big, big Monday today. Uh, I'm going to bet against Sandy Alcantara. I'm a little bit nervous, but I have a stat that may, uh, may, may take some of your nerves away here. But give me the San Diego Padres. This is the Padres at the Miami Marlins. This is a 6.40 p.m. Eastern time game. Musgrove against Alcantara. Now, the first thing I noticed about this one, guys, big steam move here towards San Diego. The Padres opened. Some shops as low as like minus 115. Some shops are a little, little higher, minus 120-ish. Uh, but now the Padres have been steamed up to around minus 135, minus 140. So we've seen pretty consistent move in, uh, movement in favor of the pods here. Now, San Diego would match a couple good betting systems. Number one, non-division road favorites. They're 199 and 129.61% there uh, this year. So they've been pretty good overall. But also favorite low total, good correlative betting. We have movement toward a favorite. We also have a very low total of 6.5. So fewer amount of expected runs scored, more likely. Uh, never guaranteed, but more likely based on game theory that they're going to come from, quote-unquote, the better team. Uh, Joe Musgrove, 8-5, 2.91 ERA. Alcantara, we all know he's great, 10-5, 2.01 ERA. But Alcantara, uh, again, pitching's still great, but he doesn't get much run support. Hopefully that continues today. Uh, and I've learned the hard way betting on some Alcantara games where he loses one nothing and he goes nine innings, one run, and you can't get any support. 
So hopefully he doesn't get any support tonight. Uh, he is minus 275 to win the Cy Young. So that's a bet in pocket I have at minus 140 if anyone played that when we mentioned it on the pod during the All-Star break. Uh, but to the point of not getting much run support, the Marlins are just 2-4 and four in Alcantara's last six starts despite his really good numbers. Uh, Going to lean on the bats of San Diego, hitting 243 versus 234 for the uh, for the Fish. San Diego's 4-1 their last five. Miami has really struggled here. They're 3-13 and 13 their last 16 games. Padres are 45 and 34 as a favorite. They're 43 and 34 against righties, so pretty good in both spots. And Miami just 20 and 44 as a dog and 38 and 52 against righties. Now, if you're worried a little bit to bet against Alcantara, a great pitcher like me, uh, this is the stat that may surprise you and may make you feel better about laying this uh, short chalk here with San Diego. I dialed up in my database Sandy Alcantara when he's a favorite, when his team is favored. He's 21 and 10, 68%. So when he's expected to win, he wins. He's really great. When he's a dog in his career, his teams are just 24 and 45, 36%. So when Alcantara is a favorite, they're winning 68% of the time. When Alcantara is a dog, they're losing, or sorry, they're winning 36% of the time. I guess if you flip it, you know, you're losing, what is that, uh, 64% of the time. So again, 68% is a favorite, just 36% is a dog. And what's the number today? It's Alcantara as a dog. So I'm going to go with this move. Uh, again, let's go San Diego. I love Alcantara, uh, but this is a good spot, I think, to uh, to back San Diego with a good uh, non-division road favorite line move and a correlative betting favorite low total. So first play of the day for me, guys. Give me San Diego. I got the pods at minus 137. Uh, next play for me, cruising, cruising. Uh, th- uh, this isn't the perfect play, but it's the play that, to me, guys, is worthy of betting. So it's kind of almost like, if you remember Seattle on Friday, our sharp, our sorry, our, uh, our value but not sharp play. I'm talking about the Baltimore-Toronto over. Especially if you can find an 8.5, that'd be even better. But it's total open at 9. Uh, a lot of books are 9, you know, under minus 115, minus 120. I see one book at 8.5. So it's like, okay, looks like a little bit of under money coming in here. But as I dug deeper, this to me, guys, is a worthwhile value, but not sharp overplay. Give me the Baltimore-Toronto over nine. Now, if you can find an over eight and a half, obviously that's even better here. But one thing I've noticed, these Toronto and Baltimore matchups, they've faced each other six times this year. Can anyone tell me what the over is in the six matchups between the O's and the J's? Okay, Jeopardy theme, even though I screwed it up. Uh, the over in those six games between Baltimore and Toronto, 6-0, and baby. 6-0. and Something about these teams going head-to-head. They score a lot of runs. It's competitive. They're competitive games. Uh, so we have, in six games, the over 6-0. and You look at Toronto, they're 6-3 and to the over their last nine. Baltimore is 4-2 and to the over their last six. They're 5-2 and to the over their last seven on the road. We have two pitchers with high ERAs. Kyle Bradish, 1-4, ERA of 6.42 for Baltimore. Kachuki who Toronto picked up against Seattle in the offseason, 4-6, 5.13 ERA. And if you look at Kachuki in particular, and the, since the July 1st, he has an ERA above 7. So that's pretty notable here. This guy's been getting knocked around. Both pitchers have pretty much all year. Uh, and if you look at Baltimore, they're 24-17 against lefties. Uh, and they're facing, obviously, Kachuki here today. Uh, so I was intrigued a little bit by Baltimore. They did fall some shops like plus 140 down to plus 135. Uh, so I lean there a little bit. But I'm going to go over here, guys. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, but to me, it's a pretty good trend that is uh, hopefully predictive here tonight. And if you go back just about a week ago, the 8th uh, of, uh, of August here, Baltimore won this game 7-4, to and Kachuki went five innings, gave up five runs. So I'm expecting a lot of runs here at the Rogers Center. It's a nice night, about 75 degrees. Uh, as of now, the roof is open, and wind's blowing out a tiny bit here. Uh, but long story short, Toronto, Baltimore, 6-0 to the over. 
I'm going to take a shot on another over tonight. Again, let's see if we can get another one here. But give me Toronto over, over nine. And here's the important guy, important thing. You know, if you look at the juice on some of these books, you might get over nine at plus 105, minus 105, even money, something like that. Obviously, you know, what you could do is wait, see if you can get an eight and a half. You could find an eight and a half. I do see two books right now. I'm looking at like 10 books uh, left to right on my live odds page. Two of them are at eight and a half over minus 120. So if you can find that eight and a half, grab it. If you want to wait, you're at a book nine under minus 120. You might as well wait, see if it drops to eight and a half. Uh, but either way, guys, I'm going over eight and a half or nine, Toronto and Baltimore. Next game for me, I'm going Atlanta. Atlanta Braves are at home against the New York Mets. It's a really big game uh, for the two best teams in the NL East. Uh, Atlanta. Atlanta's got a good move here. I'm going to go Braves. This is Strider against Carlos Carrasco. Atlanta opened around minus 140 on the road. They've now been bet up to around minus 150, minus 155. So you've seen some movement in favor of Atlanta. Uh, they do match a, a couple good systems. You know, one system in particular, favored who made the playoffs opponent didn't. That is 439 and 250, 64% on the year. Carrasco's been good, 13 and 4, 3.76 ERA. Strider, 6 and 4, 3.11 ERA. But you do have a, um, and by the way, Strider is your favorite right now to win the uh, to win the Rookie of the Year. He's minus 140, but he's not my bet. Stay tuned for when we finish up all these games. I'll tell you what my, what my new bet is for Rookie of the Year. I think we might have an edge on this one. The guy's plus money, and he may not be plus money for much longer. But anyway, um, Atlanta's won six straight. You have correlative betting, favorite low total. Uh, so line is moving toward Atlanta, and the total is eight. Some shops really juiced up minus 115 to the under. It may get to 7.5. Probably, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. But it is juiced up liability under. Uh, but you also have, in terms of betting, 50-50. So the ticket count is right down the middle. And if a ticket count's down the middle 50-50, theoretically, a line shouldn't move at all. Uh, but yet, we got to remember, not tickets. You could have 50-50 tickets, but not all tickets are you know the same. One could be a $1,000 ticket. One could be a $5 ticket. Even though, you know, if you look at them in general, one on both sides, it's 50-50. What I'm getting at is... 50-50 betting, but the bigger money looks to be on Atlanta, pushing that number. And if you ever see 50-50 ticket count, yet a big move, go with the big move. That's something I learned a long time ago because that's where the larger share of wagers are at. Uh, Atlanta is 61-29 and 29 as a favorite. They are 37-22 and 22 at home. Uh, Mets 12-14 and 14 as a dog. I think it's a good spot to back the Braves. I'm going to go with this move. Give me the Atlanta Braves and Spencer Strider. I got them at minus 153, guys. Uh, next play for me. Uh, I love this game. I'm still on it. It has come back down a little bit, which scared me, but I'm going to stick with the one who brung me. Uh, I'm going to dance with the one who brung me. Dance with the one who brung you, of course, as I like to say. Uh, but give me the Dodgers. Give me the Dodgers at a price that you don't usually get on the regular money line. This is a team that you know is typically minus 200 or more. Right now, they're only around minus 165 on the road at Milwaukee. I'm going to take the Dodgers. Dodgers opened around minus 160. I wrote about them in the Sharp Report last night, and they actually got up to like minus 175 overnight. They've come back down a little bit. They're back down to around minus 165. But to me, this is a value play on the Dodgers at a very de- decent number for a team this good. Uh, so non-division road favorite, 61%. Favorite off a loss who made the playoffs last year, 225 and 123, 65%, 5% ROI. Uh, we did have the Dodgers lose yesterday. Uh, finally, all good things must come to an end with their run line streak. Uh, but they lost 4 nothing to the Royals. Uh, but what I really like about this one, aside from favorite low total, a uh, little bit of line movement to the Dodgers. The total is uh, eight down to seven and a half. So looks like some under money came in. But really the pitching matchup is what I like about, uh, like about this one, guys. You look at Julio Urias, lefty here for the Dodgers. He's 12 and six with a 2.49 ERA. In his last 10 starts, the Dodgers are 10 and 0 in those starts. So he's pitched well. He's gotten run support. I repeat, last 10 games Urias has started, Dodgers are 10 and 0. He's made two starts in the month of August. He has an ERA of 0.69. 
So guys have been getting better as the year goes on. Freddie Peralta, young pitcher who I do like, but he's been banged up this year. 4-2, 4.37 ERA. We have better bats for the Dodgers. They're hitting 261 versus 239 for Milwaukee. Much better team ERA, 2.90 versus, what, 3.84. And Dodgers in this spot, 78-33 as a favorite, 54-22 against righties, 39-19 on the road. So I want to get behind Urias in this one. Uh, again, not a huge move. There's been a little buyback Milwaukee, but give me this non-division road favorite uh, and what I think is a value play on the Dodgers at not a bad number. Minus 165 for the Dodgers is not bad at all. So give me LA, guys. Let's go Urias. Let's make it 11-0 his last 11 games here. Minus 165 Dodgers. That's my play. Uh, next play of the day, uh, or next play overall, which I think is the sharpest move of the day, and I cannot wait to sweat this. It does scare me a little bit. I'm betting against Otani. But has anyone seen the steam, the big, big, bigly steam hitting Seattle today, guys? Seattle is just getting pummeled here. Unbelievable. I had to double-check to make sure this line was right. But the Mariners uh, are at the Angels tonight, obviously. This is Castillo, their uh, pickup at the deadline from the Reds against Otani, who we all know is fantastic, although poor one out for my uh, Otani MVP. I think Aaron Judge uh, pretty much got uh, mad and ripped it up like the Hulk, and uh, you know we should probably have no... Uh, no optimism there to cash our Otani pick. But anyway, um, this one opened as high as Angels and Otani, like minus 145 at home, minus 135 at home. Guys, it's down to a pick em. It's so rare that you see one team open as a favorite, minus 140, and now it's minus 105 both sides. It's unbelievable. Huge movement towards Seattle. They got hit on the overnight line. They got hit in the morning. You know, it's it's early afternoon. They're getting hit once again. We're all the way down to a pick em. So Seattle opened like plus 130. And now they're down to a pick them. So, of course, you, you kind of scratch your head and say, hey, is it worthy of betting it? We didn't can't get any plus money. Obviously, you wanted to target this one a little bit earlier. I got a little plus money here, a little plus money earlier in the day. I was Again, when I was writing, uh, uh, looking at the sharp report. Uh, but this is still a play for me, guys. I'm going Seattle. A lot of movement in their favor. So, shop around. Can you get Seattle, you know, plus or sorry, minus 105, something like that. Um, but Otani, 10 and 7, 2.68 ERA. I do have a stat that's going to blow you away, kind of like, to give, to give you hopefully more confidence to bet against Alcantara. Uh, but Castillo, 5-4, 2.71 ERA. Seattle has the better bats. They're hitting 231 versus 227 for the Angels. They have better team ERA, 3.69 versus 3.83. Uh, the bullpen has been taxed for the Angels. They've uh, pitched 13 13.1 innings the last three games. Seattle's pitched 9.1 innings the last three games. So, again, the rested bullpen is in favor of Seattle here. Seattle's only getting 53% of bets but 69% of the money, so great low bets, higher dollars. But here's the, the stat, which may be surprising to some. Otani, when he's a favorite, 26-13, and 13, 67%. Pretty good, just like Alcantara is a favorite. Otani as a dog, 4-11. 4-11, 27%. Now, I know it's a pick em price, and you know one book might have you know Angels minus 108 as the favorite. One book might have Seattle minus 107 as the favorite. But for all intents and purposes, you know this is kind of a coin flip pick em game. But technically, when you think about it, some books are favoring Seattle, and Otani in the spot as a dog has not done well. So I'm going Seattle, guys. Just fantastic uh, movement in their favor. Again, even betting, but big money hitting the Mariners. Give me Mariners. I'm on the Mariners at minus 104. Uh, last play of the night for me, guys. Biggest uh, biggest line move of the day. Or, sorry, biggest number of the day. Uh, but I think it's worthwhile. Give me the San Francisco Los Gigantes. I'm on the G-Men tonight. Uh, this is Arizona against San Fran. Uh, Madison Bumgarner against Alex Cobb. Uh, total or the line open in this one around minus 170 San Fran. We've seen them get bet up to around minus 180. Uh, so pretty good movement in favor of uh, the uh, the G-Men as your uh, last game of the night. Good correlative betting, favorite low total. Looks like some under liability. Totals eight, really juiced up under minus 120. Uh, but in this spot, 
uh, with this line move towards San Fran. Favored to make the playoffs, opponent didn't. mention this earlier with some matches, 64% overall. Make it kind of easy on you. I want to bet against Bumgarner. This pitcher that was fantastic back in those, you know, what was it, odd even or even odd years. You know, they won the World Series every even or odd year. I forget which one it was. But the guy was unbelievable, especially in the playoffs there uh, back for the Giants. Uh, but Bumgarner, not the same bum, uh, Bumgarner. 6-11, and 11, 4.13 ERA in his two star, uh, starts in August so far, guys. He's got an ERA of 6.94, uh, so pretty high elevated ERA. Cobb hasn't been great, but 3-6, and 4.15 ERA. Uh, but I want to back San Fran in this spot. They're 46-32 and 32 as a favorite. They're 32-27 and 27 at home. They're 22-19 and 19 against lefties facing Bumgarner here tonight. Uh, Arizona just 33-47 and 47 as a dog. 21 and 32 on the road, 37 and 47 against righties. Uh, better bats for San Fran, hitting 236 versus 229, and a better team ERA, 3.95 versus 4.12. So, correlative betting, favorite low total, uh, decent system match. I want to bet against Bumgarner in this spot. Give me San Fran at home. I got San Fran at minus 180. Uh, so, there you have it, guys. A six pack there. Can we get four of these? Give me San Diego, uh, minus 137. Toronto, over 8.5 or over 9. Try to get the 8.5 if you can find it or wait it out. Atlanta, minus 153. Dodgers, minus 165. Seattle, big move to the M's, minus 104. And San Fran, minus 180. Uh, There you have it, guys. Just ran through our MLB sweats for tonight. Uh, But don't go anywhere. we got more to get to on the second half of the pod. I want to give you some awards. Uh, I have a, a new bet here for MVP of the National League and Rookie of the Year of the National League. The Rookie of the Year might surprise you a bit. Uh, and then also we got to talk WNBA. I want to give you guys an update. The regular season is now done. Uh, how do we do overall? I got a pretty good number here to prove that, hey, our pod plays did, did pretty decent here, as well as give you a pick on who will win the championship, as well as uh, some NBA or WNBA playoff system uh, system matches that we can take advantage, hopefully starting on Wednesday. So don't go anywhere, guys. Going to finish up strong as we get back into the groove on a big Monday. Had a great week last week. Let's get it off on the right foot this week. Uh, see if we can catch some bets for tonight and get ready for our sweats for the rest of the week. So don't go anywhere. Going to finish up strong in episode 641 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena, approaching betting from a data-driven contrarian angle, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, everyone, we are back at it on a Monday, episode 641, getting back into the groove. Hope everyone had a great weekend. We had a great week. Uh, finishing up on Friday, what was it? 7-2 and two plus 3.19 units. We stacked plus 9.29 units on the week. So you love to see it. Uh, sadly, 1-2 and two with biting. So a little bit lower case B. At least we got Vera. But, man, I'm still annoyed by, uh, who is it? Onama. We got a minus 220. He closes minus 330, and he loses straight up. So uh, that one was a little bit annoying. But that's all right. Uh, we're doing well here, guys. Let's see if we can keep it rolling. So uh, we start off the pod uh, talking MLB. Our six bets for today. Can we get four of them or more? Uh, now, I wanted to talk um, some MLB awards. So, I got the latest uh, batch of data here from BetMGM. They just sent in uh, the latest uh, stats here for all your big player futures. So, just some updates here. Uh, I told you, pour one out for, for the AL MVP. Uh, I got Otani at pretty much even money. Now, he's plus 450. Not going to happen. Judge is walking away or running away with that thing. He's now minus 700. I don't think there's any value to betting Judge at minus 700. Uh, Cy Young, though, looks good. Uh, right now, Verlander's minus 150. Uh, a lot of us had targeted Verlander on the pod around the All-Star break, around plus 200, so that's great. Uh, McClanahan's now plus 700. Actually, Dylan Cease is your second-best odds, plus 200 here, but Verlander in pockets looking good. Uh, Julio Rodriguez is looking good for AL Rookie of the Year. Got him minus 400. He's now minus 600, which is nice. Our NL Cy Young bet is looking good. Sandy Alcantara, minus 140. Now he's minus 275. But the two other markets that I, I had leans, I had thoughts, I just didn't fire on anything yet. I said, hey, today's a good day to fire on a couple of these. So let's start off with the NL MVP. Uh, guys, I think there's value to taking the chalk here, Paul Goldschmidt. So I put down uh, a unit here on Paul Goldschmidt. He's minus 140. 
So again, it's not a minus 700 with Judge. It's not a you know a huge number there. Six minus 600 with Rodriguez. Minus 140. It's a, it's basically a big juice price here. Um, a regular juice price, I should say, minus 140. Or I guess not a juice price, but a pal- more palatable number to lay. But anyway, guys, the the stats really jumped out to me. The uh, ticket versus handle uh, discrepancy got much better since the last time I got this batch of data from John Ewing at BetMGM. So as of right now, Goldschmidt, who opened 50 to one, I wouldn't it be wouldn't it have been nice to have a 50 to one on Goldschmidt right now. Now he's minus 140, the favorite. But anyway, he's getting eight percent bets, um, but he's getting 18 percent of the money. That's pretty good. I think last time I saw this, it was maybe like 7% bets, 10% money. So much more money has come in on Goldschmidt here. Uh, how do you argue with the numbers he's putting up? He's hitting 328 with 28 home runs, 89 RBIs. He has an OPS over 1,000. Career year. Guy's been fantastic. Now, it's not as much that I love Goldschmidt. You know, his numbers are great. And, and obviously, minus 140, we're not getting the best of it. But I also think it's not a bad number in general. Um, it has a really good bet discrepancy. That's what really popped out to me. But if you look at just who's closest to him, there aren't as many competitors here. Like Austin Riley has the second best odds at plus 500. He's getting 7% bets, 8% money. Really not much there. Uh, Arenado's plus 900. Freddie Freeman's plus 950. I mean, a lot of these guys really are not that close. Turner's 25 to 1. Uh, who else is on this list? Mookie Betts is 20 to 1. Machado's 25 to 1. Like, there's no one really close to Goldschmidt. So it's not just a love for Goldschmidt bet. It's also look at the board, extrapolate, kind of see how these numbers are going. Obviously, Riley is the guy that has put on a bit of a surge here, but I don't know if Riley can catch up to Goldschmidt. You know, Goldschmidt's numbers, uh, Riley's power numbers are there, but the average isn't there. The RBIs aren't there. Um, Obviously, Goldschmidt's OPS is super high as well. So I just don't think any of these guys really have the, the distance here, close enough distance to catch Goldschmidt. So I think at minus 140, I said, hey, 8% bets. 18% 18% money, good discrepancy. Minus 140 is not a bad number. No one's really that close. Uh, it would take Goldschmidt to really get ice cold and Riley or you know someone else to get insanely hot the rest of the way, which could be it could happen. Uh, but to me, guys, Goldschmidt, minus 140. That's the play. I, I kind of wish I bet it a little bit earlier. I distinctly remember a day he was plus 135, and I did not play it. I should have. Uh, but I, I want to see if we can cash this bet. So I'm on Goldie. Let's see if we can get it done. A fellow member of the tribe, if you know what I'm talking about, minus 140 added Goldschmidt to an NL MVP. Now, the one that I'm really excited about, the final one that we haven't hit on, National League Rookie of the Year. So going into it, Seiya Suzuki was the favorite, or uh, or one of them, and he's plus 500. He's now 28 to 1. Suzuki's not going to get it. It's pretty much a two-man race. Now, the favorite is Spencer Strider. Spencer Strider, as we know, pitcher here going tonight. I hope he pitches well because I'm, I'm on the Braves. Uh, but he is minus 140. Getting 10% bets, 14% money. So not bad. He's got low bets, higher dollars. You know, he's, he's pitched well. But I think one thing that we've seen or known about uh, this Rookie of the Year NL is it's kind of wide open. There's been different favorites at different times. O'Neill Cruz was super hot at one point. Mackenzie Gore was your favorite at one point. Uh, now it's Spencer Strider. But I also think that there is a little bit of value to targeting a position player over a pitcher. Because, uh, again, with these young pitchers, they have innings limits. You know, sometimes maybe the, the book out there, you have nothing on him early, and then second, third time you face him, maybe you get to him a little bit better. Uh, so I think Strider is the kind of guy that, uh, especially with his ERA, his ERA in the month of August in two starts, 4.82, when he's 3.31, I think, for the full year. So Strider's kind of tapering off here. And my play, guys, is to take his teammate. Give me Michael Harris. Michael Harris, the center fielder, the 21-year-old center fielder, 
for the Braves. This guy is really impressive. I, I kind of am late to the party on Michael Harris, but uh, it took me until the Braves went to Fenway for that uh, that series against the Red Sox to really open my eyes. But this guy's a really good player. Uh, really good glove. He's only 21 years old. He's hitting 293 with 12 home runs, 38 RBIs, excuse me, 13 stolen bases. He's an everyday player. I think that's that's the advantage here. And the other reason why I like Harris, right now he's plus 110, uh, is that he's gotten better as the year has gone on. In the month of August, he's hitting 357. And this is a guy that hits ninth and plays every day for a Braves team that's that's you know in the you know pennant race here. So I think with Harris as a position player playing every day, there's no innings limits. There's no you know take him out early and and save his arm or his legs or his bat for next year. No, this guy's going to keep playing. Whereas Strider might get limited. Uh, limited here and Harris as of now he's only getting seven percent bets but nine percent money so it's not a huge discrepancy type play but it's kind of a I guess intuition play a little bit of a data play and trajectory of this player getting better as Strider's tapering off so to me guys you know that plus 110 with Harris I think I think that could flip to a minus number before you know it so I added Michael Harris center fielder uh, for Atlanta to win the NL rookie of the year I got him plus 110 so your two ads today Goldie Minus 140 NL MVP and Harris plus 110 uh, to win the NL Rookie of the Year. Now to the WNBA, baby, because we have the playoffs. We have the playoffs, baby. They are coming up here close. They start on uh, Wednesday. Uh, so on Wednesday, we will have a couple games. This, what is it going to be? New York, Chicago, Phoenix, and Vegas. Uh, if you don't know, it's similar to uh, the NBA playoffs. There's only uh, 12 teams, but top eight make it. So Vegas is your one seed. Uh, they get home court throughout, 26-10. and 10. Chicago's your two. Remember, that's Candace Parker. They won it last year, 26-10. and 10. Kalia Copper, that girl's uh, really, really great. Uh, I feel like she hit every shot last time I took the over, that Friday night over. Anyway, Connecticut Sun, third seed, 25-11. and 11. Storm, number four, Sue Bird, last year, 22-14. and 14. Mystics, Della Don, uh, five seed, 22-14. and 14. The Wings are 18-18. and 18. The Liberty are 16-20. and 20. I love that uh, Ionescu girl. She's great too. And then the Mercury, 15 and 21. Diana Taurasi uh, made it, I think, for the 10th straight year, something like that, the eighth seed. But anyway, guys, a look back and then a look ahead for, to, uh, for something to look at. So anytime a regular season ends, I look back at my, uh, my spreadsheet and my app that I track all my plays in. Uh, if you need an app to track your bets, let me know. There's one in particular that I really like and I think is the best. Uh, but with that being said, I look back and I said, hey, I feel like we had a pretty good year at WNBA. How do we do overall? Well, guys, I was looking back. We made 44 bets on the pod, WNBA. We went 25 and 19. So we, we cashed 57% of our bets. Uh, we stacked about two units, about two and a half units overall. Uh, but that was a pretty good year in general. Now, the best system for us had was that overs that rose system, that steam over system match. Again, total rise at least a point, take the over. Uh, that system went 49 and 35, 58% on the year. You'd be up nine units making every system match. So that was our go-to system. Now, in terms of the postseason, one thing that I noticed is that overs tend to do well, and this is right up our alley, and our over system for the regular season gets even better in the postseason. So if you look at since 2014, I was deciding how long to go back, but uh, kind of felt like that was a decent sample size. Uh, but since 2014, postseason overs are 78 and 57, 58%. So again, this is you know the cream of cream of the crop. The best teams make the postseason. Obviously, there are tons of, of uh, stakes at play. So you see offense tick up. You see overs. Uh, if they rise at least a point since 2014 in the postseason, these overs are 33 and 14, 70 percent. So our system match to our steam over system this year was 58 percent. This one gets up to 70 percent in the playoffs. The same exact thing. 
Total rise is at least a point. Take the over. Steam system overmatch. Uh, so I, that is one that I'm going to be playing. But now we don't have the lines up for these games yet. Uh, they should be coming up here soon. They might be out there. I, I just checked this morning. They weren't. Uh, but either way, guys, uh, I'm going to be looking out for these Steam overmatches. And then if you're looking for, if you want to get a little cray-cray, uh, you want to get down on a future with me, this is a team that I was super high on. Um, I had my questions about because I was you know, questioning their depth. And if they were like Gonzaga, like a paper tiger that's just all offense and doesn't play defense and doesn't have what it takes to win it. But then I got a BetMGM breakdown of all your WNBA tickets, uh, handle, opening odds, current odds from BetMGM. Guys, I'm going to go Aces. I'm going to see if Aces can finally get it done and win the damn championship because uh, Vegas needs a parade. But uh, the Aces, they opened plus 300 to win the championship. They're now plus 210. So the co-favorites there with the Washington Sky. But here's the difference. Uh, Sky and, and Aces, both plus 210. Um, but here's the thing. Aces are getting 16% bets, but 23% of the money. That is a 7% smart money discrepancy. Sky, who I'm wary of too. I love Copper and Candace Parker. They won it last year, as I mentioned. They're getting 14% bets, 16% money. So just a 2% discrepancy. So aces to me, uh, again, most tickets, also most handle, biggest discrepancy, um, plus 300 down to plus uh, 210. I'd put a flyer there on the aces to win it. Uh, see if they can cut down the nets here. Um, if you look at kind of what you're banking on, it really is their offense. The aces are number one in offensive efficiency. They're 13-5 and five at home this year, so they'll have home court throughout. They're averaging 90 points a game. Uh, and they are going to have, I believe, the MVP. I was actually looking uh, to bet Asia Wilson to an MVP. I think she's going to get it. Uh, I could only find one really, really offshore book that that offered anything there, and it, it really wasn't the greatest price in the world. But it's a team that uh, won four straight in the regular season. They've been in this spot last couple years and have disappointed. Maybe this is the year they finally put it together and win the title. So I got down on aces, plus 210, uh, with a good discrepancy. What did I say? 16% bets, 23% money. Let's go aces, baby. Uh, there you have it. Another day, another dollar, another pod here in the book. 641. We continue to stack and hopefully stack some units after a great week last week. Uh, 9.29 units overall. Uh, but reminder, if you enjoy the pod, if it's helped you cash some bets, you know, if you became a WNBA better this year, if you're excited for the postseason, if you're coming off a season where you bet hockey for the first time, we had a good hockey year, you're excited for NFL, uh, you're looking at some information-based bets, whatever it may be. Maybe you're having a good baseball year. If the pod has helped you in any way, to cash some bets, become a sharper better. You've seen your bankroll go, you know, bottom left, upper right. You've gotten sharper. You're starting to beat closing lines. You're laying off all those, uh, those, you know, enticing parlays and your flat betting and your your discipline with your bankroll management. Whatever it may be, if the pot has helped you at all to improve your game, or you just think I'm a decent guy and you want to make my day, there's one thing I ask of you: buy my book. Go to Amazon.com, type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting, pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It would mean the world to me, guys. It's got everything I've learned in the industry, how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line. Uh, again, chapters in all the major sports if you're getting ready for college and NFL. So if you want to pick up a copy after a, almost a 10-unit week and you want to, I, I, don't know, I don't know what your unit size is, but maybe a quarter of a unit, you can use it to buy my book. It would really mean the world to me. And if you already have, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. Uh, well, that being said, guys, whether I see you, at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods, or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut. Hopefully, before you know it, at the Fenway Park Sportsbook or the uh, you know the TD Garden Sportsbook where you can go sweat Marcus Sma and get down legally, kid. Uh, or, of course, out in New York where they're breaking handle records every day with the great, fantastic, uh, massive mobile market. Or out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners. Where we had six hot dogs on Friday night. You'll love to see it. 
uh, or of course at, and I'm talking about the South Point, of course, uh, but then also at uh, Stadium Swim at Circa with your feet in the pool, with sipping a pina colada, sweating sharp contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew. Uh, or inside, getting a victory burger, hanging by the mega book in front of the big screen, or at the Mandalay Bay or the Westgate, my two other favorite books in Vegas when I'm there. Wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me. You're going to flash me some Friday Night Lights tickets, guys. It was a good Friday. Show me your Red Sox plus money ticket. Uh, I went out to the bar, actually, uh, and I was able to watch that. Uh, I think it was Tommy Pham who cashed that bet, which was nice. I was at this really cool uh, outdoor uh, beer garden in Salem, Mass., right on the water. Used to live there with a fiancé. Uh, but give me San Diego on the run line from Friday night. Seattle, value not sharp. Dodgers, another run line hit. St. Louis, Minnesota, the Seattle over. Uh, one and two UFC. So don't show me Onama. I can't believe it beat the closing line by a dollar. Guy lost. Or Osborne. But show me Vera. Vera was a nice one. Uh, and some information-based bets. How about Denver? How about Kansas City first half, guys? Let's see if we can keep it rolling and get off to a good start. So uh, lastly, guys, uh, send me your good vibes because Metal Pup, we dropped her off this morning to get spayed. She, she's getting fixed, so I'm a little bit worried about the girl. I get to pick her up today about around 5, around five o'clock, but uh, it, it was kind of hilarious. You know, she couldn't eat or drink. We got her this thing called a um, a suitical. So it's like a sweat. It's like a, a you know a, a female full uh, swimsuit, but it covers up you know everything, so you can't lick it and pull out the stitches. Uh, but I am a little. Uh, I'm thinking about Metal Pup. Hope she's okay. But we'll pick her up today at five. But send her your good vibes, cause. Uh, because I can't wait to see her, and don't worry. She'll be all drugged out when we pick her up. Uh, hopefully, she'll be okay, but I'm thinking about the pup. Uh, but anyway, guys, reminder, uh, my parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But if we can consistently find that sweet spot, games that fit our model, against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. Remember, smart money uh, wins a majority of the time over the long haul, around 55% to 60%. And you may scoff at that, but that's going to make you a successful better long term. So I uh, wish you the best of luck, guys. It's great to be back. Let's see if we can start off a new week fresh here and get back to our winning ways. Uh, but I wish you the best of luck. I hope to see you on Betting Across America, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern time today. Tune in. Me and Pritch are back at it. Uh, and, uh, and hope you have a great day. Enjoy your Monday, guys. Good luck. And do not forget to tip your ticket writer. Have a great day, everybody. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.